Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host. Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, <laughs> am I singing the, my intro? <laughs> follow me at Strict Anonymous if you're on a podcast app. Follow my show. If you love my show, give me a five-star review. If you want to, uh, oh, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to my show and comment on my show. That's what I go over to YouTube for, to get in conversations and debates. I love a good debate. <laughs> uh, I debate over there on YouTube. That's where you could comment on the show. A lot of my guests go over there, okay? And they see the comments and sometimes they comment back, okay? So if you want to get in on the action and talk about the episodes, go over to my YouTube channel. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my show. I also have a confessions. Oh, if you want to be on the show, you uh, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous. I change everybody's voices. I change everybody's names. Uh, I'm assuming everyone emails me from phony emails. I'm assuming people call me from phony numbers. And that's all fine with me. I don't care who you really are or where you're really from. I just want to hear your true story. So if you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast.gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. I also have an anonymous confessions line. If you have a confession that you want to get off your back, you could call my confessions hotline any time of the day, 24-7. I don't pick up that phone, okay? Just leave a message. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, call back. Make sure you're in a quiet location. The number is 347-420-3579. Again, 347-420-3579. I change all the voices there too, okay? So you remain anonymous. And those are all aired 
on my Patreon. Okay, my Patreon's a really good deal because I have not raised the price yet and I'm about to, okay? I don't know when I'm going to get to it, but I am going to raise the price because I keep adding stuff to it. There are people that got in at $3 a month and they're still in. So if you get in now, which is only $5 a month, you stay in that. Even if I raise the price, it do, it's not raised for you. So if I were you, I'd get it at 5 bucks because you get a lot for $5 because I just added a Discord channel to it, which is killer because all my guests was like trying to send me an X-rated stuff. And I was like, I can't post that on Patreon. I just post R-rated stuff on my Patreon. There is uh, all like anonymous pics of all of my guests. Sexy pics. Every girl sends me in a sexy hot pic of herself. If you want to see all the pictures of all my female guests, you're going to get them on my Patreon. You're going to get early and ad-free episodes. You're going to get all of the confessions that have ever came in. And there's over 100 of them or hundreds of them. I don't know at this point. You're also going to get access to my Discord that has all that X-rated stuff. My callers go over there. They put their X-rated things that they wanted to send to me. Now themselves over there, they talk to people. And what's great about Discord is when you sign up, you could post your own stuff. So everybody over there is getting super naughty. I don't go on there. I'm not a part of it, but it is a big community. There's over a thousand people on there. So you're going to love it. Okay. That I know. And like I said, you get all of that plus early and ad free episodes that I say that plus Q and A's. I do Q and A's. You get all of that for just five bucks a month and it's going to be raised. So if I were you, I get it now. <laughs> um, anytime I see a $3 person, cause like I said, I, I had it at one time just for $3 cause I didn't have all the stuff included and I just kept adding, but those people's price, their price doesn't you know, get raised. So whenever I see a $3 person cancel, I'm like, oh my God, why would you do that for three bucks a month? You're ripping me off. <laughs> but anyway, it's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link to that and my email and the confessions hotline, all that stuff is in the description. So if you're driving, don't worry about it. Links to all the shit I just talked about is in the description. So today it's a girl talk episode and it's a fun episode because there is two different parts to this episode. Okay. First, I have Lily Sparks on. She is a woman who was like an accountant and decided to give that all up. And she started Afterglow, which is a porn site. Okay. It's an ethical porn site, adult videos, whatever is the proper word to say it. I say porn because I like that word, <laughs> but uh, it's ethical porn. She explains what that means. She explains why she started her site. Like I said, she was an accountant. Okay. She had never even had an orgasm in her until she was like in her twenties. And that's part of the reason why she started Afterglow. I asked her about her origin story and all that back information is super interesting. And then we talk about porn and you know, what goes down on her site, uh, the data that she gets. I wonder like on the back end of my show, I get a lot of data about what people are into, right? Cause I could look at my downloads. So I was like curious from her, what's the data that she gets from her users and her data that she's got on like what women like versus what men are into, how they uh, look for content. Like it, it's super interesting. I don't want to give it away. You're going to have to listen. But I was like fascinated by that kind of data. It will surprise you for sure. She does get into, like I said, all the stuff that women like and what they're Googling. And you're not going to believe it, okay? One interesting fact was when I asked her, like, what is the most watch time? Of course, it's like the nighttime and stuff. But there's a time of the year or times of the year that uh, a lot of people flock to sign up for her site. And that's interesting, too. She tells you what that is. I'm not going to tell you now, okay? So first, you're going to hear from Lily 
her backstory, all about the porn. And by the way, not only does she uh, have this site and she created it uh, and she has these great videos that are super hot, she also now makes porn too. And we talk about that. That's about half of the episode. And then I decided to get Wiley on the call from Sex Stories. This is the part two. We got into porn and we talked about our porn fantasies. We're going to make Lily Sparks listen to our, our second half of the episode so that she could get some ideas. Because when I was talking to Lily, I told her that she needs to make more cuck queen porn. That's what women want. Whenever I air episodes about cuck queen stuff, women tell me they can't find this stuff. I, me, as a person who feels like I am a cuck queen, I can't find porn like that, those scenarios. And I had a really hot cuck queen scenario that I would play out in my mind and I'm like oh, let's like you know do a part two of this episode and talk all about our cuck queen fantasies and you know what kind of porn videos we would make with our fantasies right does that make sense <laughs> you know what I'm talking about so I got Wyo on the phone I talk about my cuck queen fantasy that I think is really hot and then she brings up a couple that she thinks is hot and we just talk all about cuck queening and porn fantasies. You're going to be fucking into it. It's really good. Uh, this episode, the whole thing is fascinating because you're going to get two different uh, episodes in one and both uh, parts are just super interesting. So you're going to hear Lily first and then stay tuned and hear me and Wyo talk a lot more about porn, specifically cuck queen porn. Oh, and the interesting thing is Wyo also interviewed Lily and met up with her at an event recently. And she talks all about like her porn and how great it is and all that kind of good stuff. Lily talked about giving my callers a free trial for Afterglow. The link to that trial Seven-day trial will be in the description. You're going to use my code SAPOD. You could also go to XOAfterglow.com and just use code SAPOD. That's S-A-P-O-D. Or like I said, just go to the description and click on the link and then make sure to use that code. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Lily Sparks and then Y.O. Lee. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Lily Sparks. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Lily Sparks, listen, you are the founder of Afterglow, which is not just a porn, sort, porn site. It's an ethical porn site, which I want you to explain. And it's more than a porn site, right? Like you have more than just porn videos on there, correct? Yeah. Our mission at Afterglow is to help people have better sex. Right. So we have sexy videos. We have a whole category of videos called edu porn, which is videos that are educational, but they're still hot enough to masturbate to. And then we also have guided exercises that you can do by yourself or with a partner that help you take what you see on screen and bring it into your real life. Oh, I love that. That's super smart. That's like putting everything in one place. You know what I mean? I, there's been times where I've gone to porn to try to figure stuff out, like, you know, for research purposes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're like giving yeah, them exactly. that extra information that people want. I think that that's really fucking smart, right? That's why I started Afterglow because, you know, I, I was in a relationship with my high school sweetheart from age 15 to 30, and I didn't orgasm until I was 24. Oh, my and God. Yeah. And I, I, you know, porn is the place we go to learn about sex. It's where we're able to see people having sex. And I enjoyed porn, but it didn't 
it didn't help me like make that step into knowing how to orgasm with my partner, having an amazing sex life. Cause that's not what it was designed for. So afterglow is really trying to say, well, you know, how do we take all the great things about porn, making you horny, turning you on, and also give you that step to help you, you know, have the most amazing sex life you can. Yeah, I love that because it's not one or the other, right? It's all of it. Exactly. And it's that one exactly. stop shop, which I think is always a sometimes, super smart idea. Sometimes you just have five minutes and you just want to get it done uh, yeah. and relax and chill <laughs> out. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. But wait, let me ask you a little bit about your backstory. And then I want to know why you, how and why you yeah. started this company and everything. Because this isn't what you always did. Um, but you said, you just said like you're with your guy, you know, for a really long time. I'm always impressed with, or not impressed, but like mesmerized by people that could get, <laughs> you know, married that, like, you know, be together for that long, that young, yeah. married your high school sweetheart. When you say you had never had an orgasm until you were 24, was that even by yourself or just with him? That was even, you know, I didn't, I didn't really masturbate. And that's what solved it was I got a vibrator. Literally, it was that simple. But I think I had just grown up, you know, in a little bit of a conservative family. And, you know, there, we just didn't talk about sex, you know. So I didn't know that, you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. Like I didn't like know. You didn't know you I could just take your doing. fingers down there and get yourself off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is that so interesting to me that, um, and I think that that's more of a woman thing, right? Than a guy thing. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Like all guys figure out how to touch their dick. Yeah, exactly. Because their dick is being touched at all times. I mean, I have a son, right? So, I mean, his, mm-hmm. he's really young still, so it's not a sexual kind of a thing, but you know, it, it just happens. It's out side of their body so it's very different for women when there's many women like you I think out there that have issues having orgasms I remember when I had my first orgasm I had them by myself I somehow by accident wound up like figuring it out with like a pencil it went down on my clit and I like orgasm and I was like what the fuck was that and I was like then I never stopped yeah it was like by accident but it was like like a happy accident but I remember exactly where I was with the guy I was with when I had my first orgasm with a man and I was like oh my god thank God I'm not going to be one of those women like, oh, I'm 35 and I don't know how to orgasm because you could be, you know, like that's like the thing with women. It's not as easy, right? And I think possibly because we did get together so young. Yeah. You know, I kind of always had him to experiment with and so I didn't experiment on my own. Right, because you were together at, when did you lose your virginity? Like right Uh, away with him? Right, so with him and you're having sex, not orgasm, faking it? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Not to have. Or else yeah. you would have been very frustrated. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, you know, I enjoyed sex with him, but yeah. I was like, there's, it's not this, like, amazing thing that everybody kind of, like, makes it out to be. Like, there's something I'm missing here. Yeah, for sure. I Yeah, for sure. So now tell me why and how you got into this, the business of porn and what, but first explain what ethical porn is. Cause I think that that's a, you know, you need to explain that first. Yes. So I define ethical porn as just porn that is made with intention about, you know, what its impact is on the world. And I think ethical porn can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So for some people, you know, what they really care about is, you know, the stories that they're telling and that they're, you know, telling either like maybe it's around female pleasure, maybe it's around, you know, 
LGBTQ perspectives, like, you know, any of the, these kind of things. And then there's ethics in terms of how do you treat the performers? Are you paying them fairly? What's their onset experience like? Um, so there's a really wide definition, but I just like to think of it as like people who are trying to make porn in a way that impacts the world in a positive way. How old are you? Because I feel like the younger generation is just so much more in tune with that kind of mindset, you know, and I think it's amazing. You know, because they do. Yeah. I just don't think in my day, I'm a lot older than you. I could just tell by your voice, right? <laughs> that people were thinking like that. No one gave a shit. They wanted, they did stuff to make money. You know, there wasn't that extra thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm 36 and I feel like, yeah, younger generations just care more. And I think even the younger generations care even more. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, absolutely. It's just getting better and better, which I think is great. I had a friend when I was um, younger who owned uh, adult video stores in Times Square. It was a family business. He inherited it. We were in our 20s and I used to dupe porns for him. Like I, that was my job. I was in college. He was like, you could, you know, pay me some bucks to do it. So I saw a lot of porn. OK, and I would like. Amazing. Would, yeah, I had to make the dupes and then I had to like take screenshots and I had to write descriptions. I made the best descriptions. He's like, Kathy, the guys in the place are like, what the fuck is with Kathy? She makes the best descriptions. I was like really good at it. <laughs> so I watched a lot of porn, but there was a lot of times where I saw stuff that I was like, oh, my God, this is like obviously not a girl that should be doing this. Is that a part of it, too? Like, do you make sure you have women that are like really want to be there or doing it for the right reason? I don't know. A hundred percent. Yes. We only work with experienced performers who have like been in the industry Mm -hmm. at this point um, because we're a new company right now. And we have really extensive like we tell them the script. We talk about what the acts that we're going to be performing. Mm-hmm. We have them fill out a, um, it's called a like yes, no, maybe list that yeah. discusses their boundaries in advance. Then we discuss that with, you know, their other performers like, hey, let's go through the, the, these lists together about what's a yes, what's a no. And then we make sure that those lists are respected during filming and can stop filming at any time anybody looks uncomfortable. Yeah, and that's important because, I mean, if I'm watching porn and I like amateur stuff because I really want to know that someone's actually having an orgasm. It's not like fake bullshit, right? Um, yeah. And so, the, and then sometimes you just see stuff where like the girl's obviously on drugs or something's going on there or there is, like I said, when I would watch these videos, is this, people are drinking pee and they're being forced to do it. Like it's not something that's consensual and that th- yeah I mean, there's nothing where I like who gets turned on by that I mean that's to me distracting you know you really want to yeah. know that somebody's there for the right reasons and and into it so now 
you didn't always like this isn't what you did out of college right i mean how did you wind up starting a porn site and then i want to know how like your friends and family felt about your decision to get into the business <laughs> yeah so i actually started my career as an accountant i, oh, I don't think my God. they always say bigger... the ones you never expect <laughs> yeah i don't think you could make a bigger jump than like accountant to pornographer it. yeah um, that's like a that's like a hot porn right there that you know that the accountant by day and the porn star by night <laughs> oh my god i love it we'll have to make that yeah yeah, yeah. go on anyway <laughs> yeah so uh so i was an accountant and then um I left accounting and kind of got into like the entrepreneurship world. I actually in between started a natural foods brand. Oh, um, which one? That's a product. It's a, it's a ghee butter company and we're, you know, our product, like saw my product kind of create this category in the grocery store, saw it in every whole foods in the country. Wow. And that, that experience really showed me that I can create change in the world. Mm hmm. And I believe everybody can create change in this world. Uh, some of us have just kind of been able to have those experiences that really magnify it. Um, and so, you know, as I left that company, I was thinking like, well, what's next? You know, what's the what's the thing I've I really feel like needs to happen that I can really contribute to that, like I'm super passionate about. And, you know, because of my my own sexual journey, you know, I was like, you know, we just really need more porn for women. Yeah. We just really need more porn that helps people have great sex. And so that's how Afterglow was born. And now was it first like just going to be a porn site or was it always like what you, what it became, which is every like all of that stuff in one place, like more than just the videos? Yeah. So I when I started, I knew nobody in the adult industry. I knew nothing about making porn. And it was really an evolution. So mm -hmm. it started, the idea started off as more just porn for women. Cause yeah. I was, you know, I'd always loved romance novels. I'd always liked porn, but yeah. I was just like, this isn't, I didn't feel like it was made for me. And I was like, there's gotta be something we can do that's like hotter. And that I would like, I love movies and TV. Like I love the Bridgertons. Like why is there not <laughs> porn that I like, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and then when I really started to think about like, well, why is this the thing that I want to devote my life to, you know, that's really where kind of the mission came into it and like, okay, how do we make this something that really has an impact on people? Right. That you feel like you're helping people and that makes you feel good. Like what you did with your previous company. Yeah. And so, okay. So now how did everyone feel when you went and told people, I'm sure your friends were fine because you're young, right? <laughs> I was really scared yeah. to tell my family. <laughs> I can imagine. And I, I told my mom and her reaction was hilarious. Like I, I told her about it. I was really nervous. And she was like, oh yeah, like women don't really care about the cum shot, do they? You are kidding. Like, like first thing she said when you told her. Like first thing she said. Yeah. Wow. Like, <laughs> and then I told um, I have kind of three, uh, three aunts. And, you know, I was telling, I was nervous to tell them, I was telling them about it and I was explaining how, you know, like we just, it, you know, there's just not a lot of resources for, for sex around there. Mm -hmm. And, um, the youngest one, you know, was like, well, I learned, I learned about sex from, you know, the middle aunt and the middle aunt was like, oh, well, I learned about sex from the oldest one. And then the oldest one was like, well, I was just making it all up. <laughs> 
Oh my God, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what they were kind of like, okay, we get why you're doing this. Yeah, because there was nothing like that for your aunts or for me. I'm probably the same age as your aunts. I mean, there just wasn't yeah. that kind of information for women. You know, exactly. I, it's a much different world. And now, were you still yeah, married? Yeah. You're, you're not married anymore? Nope, not married anymore. Um, was single for a while. And I'm actually now engaged to a new guy who I'm super into. Oh, congratulations. How was it, yeah. though, when you were dating? And, you know, when did you tell guys, like, hey, by the way, this is what I do for a living? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was definitely like, oh my God, people, because I'm actually pretty vanilla, I would say, in my yeah. personal life. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was just like, oh, people are going to, you know, guys are just going to think I'm, yeah. you know, this crazy sex monster totally. or whatever. Um, but, you know, in my sane moments, I was like, you know, it's just a really good filter for what kind of people. I want to be with kind of how they react to, you know, the, this information basically. Yeah, totally. You know, and if they, it was really clear if they like, if they got, if they got it or if they didn't get it, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course, because it really shows you whether you guys are on the same page because someone you're going to not yeah. wind up with someone that's like super close minded or judgmental or has issues or, you know, is misogynistic exactly. in a way. Because like, you know, there's still that little thing where like girls aren't supposed to really like sex. You know, it's just like, so yeah, weird, right? <laughs> you're always supposed to have sex with your partner, but you're never supposed to be sexual outside of that. Yeah. God forbid. I always make a joke and say like, it's true. Like, uh, you know, God forbid you give a good a guy a good blowjob. He's like, you know, he loves it, but he's kind of like, why do you give it so good? You know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> you blow a lot of guys. It's like this is stupid. No, they want you to be yeah. good in bed. They want you to like sex. But there's still that little stigma about like why and for women. But I, I listen, that's completely changing. Thank God. Like I'm assuming when you decided to start this, you had to do research right on women and yeah. porn. And what did you find when you went out and researched? Yeah, I found that I think women just have a really diverse way of like consuming erotic content. Mm -hmm. I think most men have like a porn watching routine. And I think women, you know, we read romance novels, we do audio porn, we watch porn, like, we're more varied in the way we kind of consume, like we, we get off and we, we masturbate and stuff like that. We use our fantasies more. Um, and then the, the fun fact I like to throw in there is just that, um, women love lesbian porn. They love gay porn. I think even, even within kind of the porn video perspective, we also like a wider range of things. We don't kind of have the same go-to every time as much as men do. Yeah, that's kind of true. I have one guy that always is sending me like his fave porn and it's always like a massage thing. You know, it's always like the same exact thing. And I'm like what you just said. Like, I mean, on my mood, it could be anything. Every day it changes. You know what I mean? I'm not, it's exactly. not the same shit all the time, you know? Like, exactly. <laughs> so that's a guy girl thing. That's interesting. Yeah. And now what about, because listen, I put out um, all different kinds of episodes with all different kinds of stories. So I see trends of like what uh, people enjoy and what they're listening to. You obviously see those trends too. Like you just said that you realize that women consume a lot of lesbian porn. I mean, what are the yeah. like specific other kinds of things women enjoy yeah. besides that? Mainstream, I would say threesomes is, yeah, like threesomes is the number one fantasy that people have. And yeah. 
I think that the porn people watch is oftentimes reflected of that, that thing that you like secretly want to do, but you're not really ready for. Um, And one of the more interesting trends is kind of like cuckolding, I think is just kind of becoming maybe more known. Yeah. Um, And therefore people are curious about it. Let me tell you, I had a girl on... It was one of my first girls who emailed me and she called herself a cuck queen. Phoebe is a cuck queen. And I got so many emails after that uh, of people saying like, I just cannot find that anywhere. Like they were using that episode as their porn. Like you start a little category, cuck queen porn. I mean, these women that are into this cannot find that kind of content. It's not out there. It's more for the guy. And when I was doing, I didn't even know guys were into cuckolding. Okay. Until I did my show. (laughs) I have a lot of guy friends. No guy ever copped to the fact that he wants to see his girl get fucked by somebody else. Not one. Okay. But turns out a lot of guys (laughs) like it. Right. And then when you look at, yeah, that we, we definitely, it's like, there's what people say they want, and then there's, like, what people are actually searching for. Yeah, or actually doing, okay? I have the people that are yeah. calling on my show. They're doing it, okay? Not even yep. just searching for it. But they're also <laughs> searching for it because that's what turns yeah. them on, you know? And you're just like, yep. what? I never heard this ever. And guys were always super open with me because I was a very open person. But no one told me. And then I started to think, like, maybe I'm a cock queen. Like, maybe I have this little thing. And then I found out it's a cock queen thing. And then after that girl came on and she also talked about how there's just not this kind of content out there but it is a fantasy for women too and and now I've had more cuck queens on I've talked about the fact that I think I'm a cuck queen and you cannot find a lot of that content out there at all yeah it is a thing for sure yeah and sometimes it's not something that people maybe want to do uh in real life right but it's that fantasy what about gangbangs that's something that guys like I know that okay because gangbangs a girl that does a gangbang guys download those episodes but like you're you you're getting the data on the women do they like gangbangs too women search for gangbangs and rough sex more than men do oh my god I love that information are you serious yeah yeah I love it too because it totally goes against the stereotype that you know, all we want is like soft and sensual and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Oh, that's so interesting because like I said, I know if I put gangbang in my title, okay, uh, and I've had gangbang girls on my show that love gangbangs. I'm always super impressed with them because these people are hardcore, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm, uh, and I just, I wouldn't think if you like, if I were to guess what that answer would have been, I would have thought it wasn't as much as guys. So you could see the men and the women on your side because men do come to Afterglow too as well. Yeah, we have about 65% women, 35% men. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people watch it like after they find Afterglow is a place they can watch porn with their partner. Yeah, that's what people, I get so many emails from guys, you know, I have a large guy audience, but they always say like, Kathy, I love passing your uh, stuff on to my wife and she loves to listen to it because I like to get yeah. all the, in my conversations about sex, I'm getting everything, the whole story, the deeper story, the sexy stories. But I think women appreciate that, right? And uh, they're always sharing my episodes with their partner and they love it for that reason because listen, that's the way you have better sex with your partner. These kinds of things are the perfect ways to start communicating about it. Watch together. Go onto your website, right? And like watch the porn and then take the classes or watch the informational stuff together. It's a, that stimulates more conversation and you and that leads to better sex. 
A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And like people are, it's hard to bring up. It's a lot easier to say, Hey, like, let's watch this video together. And then, you know, say, Oh, I like this. This is interesting to me. This is not than to just kind of like bring it up out of the blue. 100%. You ha- I mean, you can't just throw things out there like over coffee. You know, I think it's the best time to do it is that way and start off. I mean, that's what every I mean, and so many people it doesn't, it, you know, a lot of people that I have on my show who are now doing lots of crazy things. It started out with them just having conversations about it and being honest with each other about yeah. what they were really into, right? Yeah. And one quick thing I wanted to add is that on our site on Afterglow, we have some really cool feminist, high-quality, cinematic gangbang. Oh, uh, no so way. anybody interested should check them out. They're uh, done by an ethical studio called Hard Work. They're on our site. They're so good. So wait a second. So that's really interesting. You're going to have all my guys going on there now, okay? Because... <laughs> <laughs> so who is the person that you said that you had do that? Is this a, somebody that's big in the adult industry? Yeah, so on our site, we have films that are made by us, and then you know, as I was kind of starting Afterglow, I realized there's all these amazing, like ethical producers that are out there Mm -hmm. that a lot of people just don't know about or haven't heard of. Yeah. And so we also kind of license a lot of their films and put them on our site as well. Oh, I love that. And it's in all different categories, but you have a lot of the gangbangs too. Exactly. And yeah. you produce your own stuff. Are you there? Like, I mean, how did you get into that? Because you didn't know anything about the business. I didn't know anything about the business. I spent um, about six months just asking friends and friends of friends and who their friends were and like just trying to find anybody who was in the industry and anybody that I could learn from and ended up talking to Rooster, who is an ethical porn advocate. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like a big break. And they were so kind with their time, so helpful, and ended up introducing me to um, the producer who produced our first films, who was a performer, had produced things before. So we worked together kind of jointly on the vision, the casting, the filming, all of that. Wow. Were you surprised by how much, like, the whole adult industry or just sex in general, there's still such a taboo even now, even though, it, and I think it's changing, but there are some barriers just because of the type of business you have. I live in fear every day of getting an email that we are going to be kicked off of, you know, our our website hosting or our payment processor or Instagram oh my because, God. you know, you too. as As you know, like it happens every day. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. When I was redoing my website, I didn't realize that even websites are like you could get kicked off of a You could create your own fucking website and they're still own you in some weird way. Like, where do you go? I was like, what the? It's like ridiculous. But I think that's what's so great about um, what you're doing, right? Because it is coming from. that ethical place, I feel like that's only helping the adult industry. It takes companies like yours and more podcasts out there talking about shit to really move us forward so we don't have these issues. It's ridiculous. It's crazy to me because, you know, pretty much everybody has sex. Yeah. But there's like nothing that we talk about less in our society. And and, um, a lot of times I'm talking about Afterglow and what we're doing, I say, you know, I, I think that sexual wellness is going to be like 
as big as mental health was, you know, like 10 years ago, nobody was talking about it. And now we're all finally like, oh my God, you're feeling the same things I am. And I think we really need that kind of openness with our sex lives. For sure. 30 years from now, I won't have people calling into my show with secret sex lives and this torture that people living a double life and having to lie about everything that they do because, God forbid, someone's going to judge them. It always blows yeah. my mind because I'm super non-judgmental. And I, I don't know why people give a shit. I think sometimes yeah. <laughs> it's a, a deeper sort of jealousy or something because I'm like, why do you care what someone does? If it's consensual, yeah. like, what's the big yeah. deal? doesn't matter. <laughs> but people get yeah. so hung up. What about fetishes? This is like a weird question but I always have uh people asking me about like whether women have fetishes you know are there specific kinks and fetishes that are big categories that you see at all that's a great question you know I mean I'm sure women do have kinks and fetishes but not really see requests for it as much I will say um from our audience specifically I think like um, you know, like BDSM a little bit, like, you know, there's, there's a little bit of kinks here and there, but, um, yeah, it doesn't, this is just completely anecdotal, but it it doesn't seem like it's to the same extent. No. Isn't that interesting? I don't think women have fetishes. One time I had, um, a woman, Diane Hanson, and she was uh, in the adult industry back in the day. She did all these like adult uh, magazines and now she works for Tosh and books and she did all those big books of butts and legs and breasts. And she's super cool. And she was like, she explained why women don't have fetishes. I don't think that they do. I know guys do. Um, but the kinks that you see that you have on your site is like BDSM, right? That's like a big one. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. Right. And now why don't you explain all that other stuff that's uh, available as well besides your gangbang videos that people are going to like? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a whole category called edu porn, mm-hmm. um, which they're still erotic videos, yeah. but you know, the goal, like we have how to have sex with a woman, how to give an erotic massage. Um, and they're usually by adult performers who are a lot of times experts in, you know, sex and sex education. So who better to learn from? And, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's just a super hot mix of sex, but also something that you can take into your life. Right. And, um, yeah, so we, we find adult performers who kind of usually specialize in whatever the topic is and kind of just allow them to share their knowledge. Right. So, and you have that as well on your site and that's a, yeah. and now do people pay for your site? Is it something that is just available? Like, are there free videos? I mean, how is it set up? Yeah, it's $10 a month mm-hmm. and you can try it for one day for $3. So it's really affordable. Um, you know, like if you watch one movie a month, it's pretty much worth it. But wait, you're going to give my listeners free seven days, right? Yep, exactly. So So I I just want to give that, give them the shout for that. Right, right, right. What what kind of porn is your favorite? You know, my favorite is kind of the authentic amateur type stuff. Yeah. It's, I agree with you. It's all about just, you know, is the woman having a good time? Right. And is it, does it feel real? Yeah, you want it to be, right? Because if not, I'm like, I, maybe, I don't know, I'm just too critical, but I'm like, oh, this sucks. Like, this person's not into it. You know what I mean? It just, like, bothers me. <laughs> That's why I always like the amateur, right? Yeah, exactly. So you like that same stuff. Does your ex-husband yeah. know what you're doing now? <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, he does. Um, I have no idea what he really thinks about it, though. He's, he's not telling me. 
He doesn't. What are some of the trends that you see as far as like, I know that you said that a lot of women like lesbian porn and you could see those things like what people are downloading. Um, what about times of day? Most people like when they're watching, when they're consuming, when they're not like, what's that data look like for you with anything surprising that you found out there? Yeah, I found out that holidays are actually very high porn watching time. Really? You would think the opposite. I mean, for, for me, my job, it's the opposite. You know, no one's listening to podcasts during holidays, but they're watching porn. <laughs> and they're signing up for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh it's my God. hilarious. Other than that, it's expected. You know, it's like Friday and Saturday nights, you know, between 10 and 2 are kind of the most visited times of our site. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what are some of the categories that people could learn, you know, in that edgy, edgy porn that you have? Yeah, so... We have blowjobs. We have how to have sex outdoors. We oh. have how to hook up. Um, we we have a whole. We have how to have sex after pregnancy. Um, That's interesting. A lot of really amazing. Yeah, a lot of really amazing stuff. And so, and because you do have, like you said, sixty five, thirty five, right? Men. You know, mm -hmm. what are the men? You think that they're are they're coming there with their partners? I mean, what do you see as far as the, what they're downloading more? They're, you said the not as many gangbangs for them. What are the trends <laughs> you with guys? Yeah, I I think they want a lot of the same. They come to Afterglow for the same reasons that women do. Yeah, they want to see authentic female pleasure. They're not happy with what's on Pornhub. They think it's fake. They they know it's not real, and so I think for the most part, they're looking for very similar things. Like the type of guy that comes to Afterglow is looking for very similar things as the women. Right. And do you get emails from people? I know I do all the time, you know, it's like, thank you so much because this helped me with this and that. I'm assuming you get people that email you. I, I get the sweetest emails. I had one that was from a, um, a woman in her eighties who had had, um, her like she found the love of her life at age 60 and then he passed away like a few years back and she said that every Sunday she like pulls out the photos of him pulls out the letters and like goes on afterglow and that's her time to like reconnect with him wow that is amazing isn't that amazing like I don't know I think it's that that's so amazing that's my favorite thing about doing this is just hearing from customers I get a I get a lot of um you know, women with kids who are like, Afterglow just really helps me. Like once the kids are in bed, it helps me get in the mood. It helps me get ready for date night and like reconnect with my partner. And oh, those are so sweet. Yeah. And you have hundreds of videos up there. I mean, what's your staff? Yeah. Yeah. We have um, about 500 videos. Yeah. That's amazing. And are you always adding stuff and creating new content? Always. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you give a shout out to your website again, how people could sign up. They're going to get seven days free access. So you, they got nothing to lose. Exactly. So yeah, it's super excited for any of your listeners that want to check out it's xoafterglow.com. They can sign up and if they use the codes during checkout, there will be a free seven day membership for them. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Lily Sparks, for coming on and sharing your story in Afterglow. I know my listeners are going to love it. They're all going to go check out your gangbangs, that's for sure, and your lesbian <laughs> porn. <laughs> but, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Lily. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Wyo, listen. 
I wanted to Kathy. get you on. I want Wiley from Sex Stories. Okay, that's your podcast. I feel like my audience probably knows you already because you do exactly what I do, right? So if they listen to my show, they probably listen to your show. But if you don't listen to her show, it's Wiley Sex Stories and Sex Stories over on any podcast app. But listen, I wanted to get you on to go to talk further about porn and porn for females because there is a, a like a niche is that the right way to say it or niche niche yeah people niche. say it both ways okay niche, niche, i niche. say niche i like niche me too there's a niche that is there that has not been filled and that is cuck queen porn when i put out yes. my cuck queen episode phoebe is a cuck queen I got so many emails from women and it's also highly downloaded by man, men, okay? Like, and I feel like there's a real need for more cuck queen porn. Now, my audience knows that if I have any kink that I figured out through doing my show, it's that I'm a cuck queen. I like I like that. And I was like, oh my God, I when she that. was talking about making porn, I was like, you gotta do cuck queen porn. And I told her, and then I had some ideas and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get Wyo on and we're gonna talk about some hot cuck queen porn. Because listen, first of all, it's, more, it's first and foremost for me why there needs to be created more is because it's for women. Women that yes. are into that fantasy can't go find that, right? Like it's just not there. I've looked. So they okay. need more cuck queen fantasy porn. And besides being for women, the second thing is like guys would fucking love it. I'm going to tell you my hot scenario yes. that I think she should do. And I'm going to have to email her and tell her to listen to this and make it. And you're going to get turned on by it because you're a little cuck queen, right? And you're going to tell me your ideas. But guys are going to be fucking turned on by it too, right? I mean, it's all they have. If you put in cuckold or whatever, you're going to find all the guys like yeah. doing shit. And when I yeah. say cuck queen, it doesn't have to be uh, hardcore humiliation, right? We're not talking about that, but you could go to that extreme. I find mo most cuckolds and cuck queens and the whole in the whole cuck world, I feel like the majority aren't at like on that end of the spectrum where they need the intense humiliation. There's some yeah. slightness, right? But mo the majority just likes the fact of seeing their partner with somebody else right that's yes, the that's so hot that's a hot scenario so I'm gonna tell you my hot scenario my listeners are gonna love it my little cuck queens okay. are gonna be like oh my god I'd fucking watch that and the guys are gonna be like I'd fucking do that okay so this is my, <laughs> this is my, and then you're gonna have to give me one too and then we're gonna have to tell Lily Okay, okay, to listen and make it for Afterglow, okay? Yes. So, because uh, she's got the, she could do that, right? I can't do it. I could. I just have the idea. So this is a fantasy I thought of recently. Um, I don't know. Have you ever been in a hotel room and heard people like uh, through the next room having sex? Oh, yes, I have. As a matter of fact, just last night. You're kidding. When you were saying that it was loud in your hotel, it was like loud with sex? Well, I could hear outside on the street a lot of stuff happening, but when I went over to buy the window, I could hear voices in the next room, and it was definitely people getting on up. I could hear the man's voice being like, baby, baby, and then I heard noises. <laughs> oh, okay. I did love. you hear moaning? Okay, right. So now, did you ever hear it and get turned on by it? It's a turn on, right? Yes. It's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard gross sex through a hotel wall so far. I don't listen. It hasn't happened to me often. Okay. For some reason. And I think because I'm always, I'm such a picky person when it comes to sound that I'm always like, put me in the corner away from everybody on the top. I don't know. So I think I'm always very lucky where I don't hear shit. Okay. But there uh -huh. was a time when I was in a hotel and I heard the people like fucking next to me and it was like straight up moaning, a lot of moaning. And it was like, it made me super horny. Okay. And like that I had yeah. to take care of myself, which never <gasps> happened for me. And I was like, oh, that's really hot. And then I started 
recently when I was like trying to think of a hot fantasy, I was like thinking about that experience. But I was thinking like, wouldn't it be really hot if the cuck queen girl would set it up where her and her guy go to a hotel, right? And they get two rooms right next to each other. Right. And then he goes down to the bar. Somehow he meets a fucking hot girl. Right. That he's going to fuck. And she has no idea that he's got a girl in the other room. She's not in the know. She just thinks she's having a hot hotel hookup with a stranger she met at a bar. Right. He brings her up. Now, I thought of two different ways. Like he, he could either have the phone pretend that the phone is off Right. And the phone is uh, being called into my room so I could hear everything. But he brings her in and he fucks the shit out of her in the room while you're listening. okay? and then he comes in and he fucks you. I think that that's like a really hot scenario. Right. Because, you know, you you know that he's in there. It's your guy and he's fucking that girl. and You could hear everything that's going on. And then when she leaves, they're all done. And he comes in and he fucks you. And I think that's super hot. That's so hot. It is, right? That's super hot. Isn't that a good porn? Yeah. Right? Especially if you have a set where you can float back and forth between the two rooms, like visually. Oh, it's so hot. Exactly. I mean, and I just think, listen, if you're a cuck queen, you could live that out in real life. I was like, why could you not live that out in real life? I have guys, listen, I have cuckolds that come onto my show that tell me stories and they're setting up shit like this all the time. I have Mm. hot wives that have gone out picked up guys, brought them to hotel rooms. I have this one in particular. This was the scenario. And his girl would go out with her girlfriend and they would bring guys back, fuck them in hotel rooms, and she would call him on the phone so he could hear everything that was going on. And then he'd come home and tell her. So this, I think, is even better because you don't even need really to call on the phone, right? Because they're right in the door next to you. So to me, not being able to really see it but hear it is like the... The torture foreplay that I think I would love. It's kind of like tease. And then he comes yeah. in and fucks the shit out of you. So I thought that was like really hot. I'm like, I have to tell Lily about that <laughs> because Dude. there need more fantasies like that. You don't find porn where the girl's guy is fucking somebody else and she's into it. It's like threesome stuff. But it has to yeah. it, like to me, Cuck Queen takes it like one step further where it's kind of like the cheating thing or he's not with you he's doing it separate and then comes and Mm -hmm. tells you about it kind of thing right you're a cuck queen in real life right I mean you've had these scenarios with guys I've had these scenarios I don't know if I'm a queen Kathy I think you're more powerful I am definitely a cuck slut (laughs) Um, the same shit (laughs) no because I'm because I'm in the submissive the more submissive role and I do get a little bit off on the degradation aspect so I've been in a cage watching my partner fuck someone across the room so but, that makes you no that makes me just a cuck and that makes you the cuck queen what are you kidding that's what? the true cuckold you're the true that's the is queen it? position is that yeah the queen? because i think yes absolutely because the cuckold thing you know typically has that humiliation apartment like i said i get more people on my show that that's not a big part of it but then I have the truest cucks of them all that it is so to me that's top of the mountain you're the fucking queen because you uh, and that's interesting that I'm so glad you brought this up that you do even like that part of it and there needs to be porn for the girls like you because that is a part of a cuck experience typically for sure well and I have a partner right now who like is fucking other chicks and I fucking love hearing about it but so far they're all shy so there's not a scenario where I could watch yet and of course 
a lot of dudes want to turn that stuff into threesomes and I'm a willing participant, but I like love the idea also of just like being in a cage under the bed or over the bed, you know, somewhere kind of hidden in the closet. Like a lot oh my of God, that's the guy. Like, yeah, that's the guy. You know how many times I've heard the cuck in the closet watching in the bull. I've had so really? many. Oh my God, I need to send you this one guy and you can have him on a show, my, your show. His name was Jerome and he was like a full-time, very professional <gasps> bull and he had the fucking funniest stories of following around like the cuck following him around on the corner peering and he just would talk about like how he just like almost couldn't like focus because it's just so funny to have this guy like in the closet looking out the thing and doing all the stuff that you just talked about but that is a part of the cuck experience and they need to make that as well for women so listen up lily or anyone making porn okay so what's your real cuck queen scenario Ooh, well okay the version today that's coming to mind is yeah if i was somehow restrained like on a nice chair or something or really just i could be like by the curtain maybe not in the closet but like by the curtain of the nice hotel room just like kind of watching and i i think i actually also am really turned on by the idea of the other woman knowing that i ooh, or even man i could definitely go queer with this fantasy yeah um but the other person knowing like that I was there and wasn't going to be allowed to like fuck for a while. And I love the idea too, for me of working edging into it for a day. So maybe they don't fuck me right after they make me wait a day or a night or whatever. Um, because I get, I so get off on the like arousal of the turn. Like today I haven't come for three days because my Spanx partner was like, I was, I was naughty and did a fantasy without asking permission. And so now I'm like, can I come? Can I come? And we're far apart, but he's like, no. Like, oh, no, you're, you're in a little dom sub position relationship kind, with this guy. Kind of, kind just just a loose one. If it's a fun, playful thing, or but if I break it, I get to be naughty and then I get punished. But so I love the idea of um, being told to edge myself while watching, but not being allowed to come. You know, so maybe I'm behind the curtain or tied to a chair. Or I also in if I go like big on the fantasy scenario and have a set, I love the idea of maybe I'm in some sort of like throne situation up above that looks over the bed. And I'm imagining like a big <laughs> sex palace type set. You know? so, like, with stairs oh my God, I hate that kind of porn. It's just so unrealistic. It just make it like a oh, regular hotel room. Okay? I wasn't even thinking about it as a porn. I was just like thinking a movie. <laughs> It's like Games yes. of Thrones, cuck queen style. It's like too much. Or just, or or even somewhere where it's. You know, I, but I just like the idea of be of having a visual where I can look down upon them or be a little far away. So that's why yeah, I like the curtain. Yeah. That's why I love. Um, I mean, the closet is hot for, like. The closet fantasy I have is I have a friend, we're not in a sexual dynamic, but she, I'm very attracted to her, but she's like not interested in me that way. But she has a partner who says hilarious things when he gets really turned on. And she's told me about some of the stuff that he says that's like very specific to her and very just like funny. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to be in the closet, like listening to that because it's silly, but it would also really turn me on. Oh my God, that's funny. So it's like what you hear too is a turn on for you. And I think that that could yes. be a part of a, a hot porn too. You know what I mean? Cause it's like those not that naughty fantasy. And, and what's interesting about that porn scenario would be that you and the girl are in cahoots not you and the yes. guy right it's not your and guy it's your know. girlfriend that's a hot yeah. one okay so it's your and girlfriend so every time, yeah every time they hang out I'm like please can I come be in your closet this time she's like no what if you sneeze what if you this what if you that and I was like I just want to hear so bad and she's like, maybe I'll secretly record one and like just let you listen but never like she you know she's very protective of his privacy obviously but I'm just like I just want to hear 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what is good about porn. And I think that's why fantasies always work too. Because a situation like that you can't do in real life because this girl's not going to like fucking lie to her guy and do something that's not consensual. That's fucked up, right? But that's why porn is always great because you could set it up and mock it up and it's fucking hot and nobody's getting in trouble, right? But I love this porn. Like you and your girlfriend, she's telling you about her guy and how good he is in bed. I don't need the, the funny things i don't know that throws that's not like no, hot no I think, to most I think people the, in the porn version i think he would be saying hot things yes just yes be making hot noises in real life though i'm just curious and it sounds silly i also think like having a camera of me or whoever the performer in the closet like getting um edging and stuff like touching touching myself while like listening to that i think that would be like a hot yeah that's the whole part that's the porn so you and your girlfriend are talking she's always telling you about her guy and how he fucks her really good and you guys set it up where she's gonna fuck him and you're gonna watch and but you're gonna be hiding and he doesn't know and you're in there and you could play with yourself or whatever (gasps) i think that's a hot scenario that's a hot porn scenario so can I add to that? Can I add to that? Because oh my God, let's in, hear the crazy in, thing you're going to add. <laughs> oh my God, you're okay, thrown so, in the, you're thrown in the sky. It was the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> oh my God, let's see where you're going to go. I need okay, to reel I'm, you I'm, in. I need to reel you all, in. If you ever start to make porn, please have me come in and edit for you. <laughs> absolutely not, Kathy. I'm going to make the most fantastic <laughs> porn in the world. Oh so I've read that fantasy since I said it. It's a lifeguard tower. I'm up on a lifeguard tower oh, looking down and okay. they're on the beach. Sucking. Okay. Yes, and, that's good. Or maybe I'm at the top of a tall diving board and they're like at the edge of the pool. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah, that's a good way of making the being up high and watching not sound so psychotic. I mean, before you had a throne <laughs> where you were up in the sky looking down. I mean, it was so that's dumb. That's hot too, though. I mean, <laughs> it's not maybe hot. It's a waterfall stupid. with that elaborate one. I don't oh, know. my People God. Know that I'm a little bit over the top. No, but listen. Okay, so building off of your fantasy that you built, Kathy. Yeah. Um. So she's not into me, but the my Spanx partner, he's hot. He's dominant. Um. Her partner is not dominant. Her partner is submissive. So there could be a double cuck fantasy where she fucks my partner and I'm listening, and then makes her partner watch. Oh you know, yeah. You see what of I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. There's so many like, different versions of the uh, of what you're saying. That's hot yes, for sure. And w- yes, listen, you need to make all those versions because there's no fucking cock queen content out there. So I'm so surprised by that. There isn't. There's just not. All right. Well. And and let me tell you, like I said, when I put out my first cock queen that I had on my show a couple of years ago, Phoebe. There were so many women that emailed me saying, oh, my God, thank you so much for this. I think I have this. That's when I realized I had it, you know, and then anytime I air other cut queens because I've had other ones after her. Right. They came on my show. Women started to put it together. And I still think some women don't even know that they have it because you can't go when you're horny on to Pornhub and see shit like this. It's all the same shit. And. I can't believe that there's not more of this. And that's why I told Lily, make some fucking cuck queen porn. She needs, I, totally. if she does not take that and run with it, you should, somebody should that's listening to this because. Oh, I was talking, I, I wasn't talking to her about cuck queen stuff, but I was like, let me pick your brain because I think this is in my future. And she was very like supportive and collaborative. But you know what it is, Kathy? I think a lot of people don't necessarily have the example. So how can we put language in it? Because like sociologically, like you're a very different creature from most women I've ever talked to. Um, so am I. 
night. And so I think, especially in terms of A, it would be such a fucking gift to dudes everywhere if this was more common. And B, I think it would it would kind of deconstruct this narrative we have of like, mm, well, if he fucks someone else, he doesn't really love you. That's bullshit. I've fucked a lot of guys who are in love with someone else. I mean, not, not in a cheating scenario, but also in a cheating yeah, scenario. Uh, you yeah, know, like, totally. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I love that you admit that because everyone knows, my audience knows I love reality TV. It's all I watch. I don't care what people fucking say. I love reality TV. And there's a, I'm like a housewives person. I watch all that. And there was like, I think it was like a girl trip episode where this one girl was talking about how, you know, her friend was married to this really wealthy guy and then they were having some problems and then she swooped in and took the guy and now she's married to him. And then they pan to like these confessionals of three other women that were like, you know, well, I've, I've, you know, I got to admit it. I've, I've stolen a guy before and another one's like, well, look at that fucking ring. I would have stole that guy. And they all like pop to the fact like they've been there, done that. I was like, oh, bravo, because who are all these guys cheating on with? Okay, girls that have fucking done it, but everyone acts like they never would. But people obviously do, you know, so I always appreciate someone being fucking straight up honest about it. Yeah, Yeah. come on. You know, and just to be clear, I'm definitely at a place in my life where I don't need one more podcast listener emailing me being like, hey, I'd love for you to be my secret podcaster on the side. Not interested. That's not what I do with my life or my time. But in the world, if the circumstances are correct and two people are attracted, I do not understand this possessive thing around marriage. And I think that people could just distribute their resources nice and evenly and everyone could just have a good time. Like that's that's what I that's what I want for us all. Yeah. Listen, I I think think that there's people that roll like that and people that don't. And I think we're just born in a society where uh, we're told different things. And depending on when you were born, I think you have more of a, a block to it than others. I think. Uh, Yeah, I was very like out of the box in my generation when I was born. But I always say if I was born now... I would just be like everybody else. I wasn't like everybody else when I was younger. I I was a weirdo. Very unique. (laughs) Okay, but like, all right, but like, I, I just wasn't. I didn't do like. I never wanted to get married. I fucked whoever I wanted. I didn't have to be in relationships. I really loved sex. I talked about it back then. That's not how women are. And I I dressed really slutty. Every girl is like that Mm. now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously, like, no, all the girls do. Like, even the celebrities look. And on TV, people are dressing the way I used to have to dress to go out at night in the bar, you know, in the in in the darkness, you know, and nobody else did it. Every girl did it on Halloween because it just shows that every girl had that inner slut that wants to be fucking sexy, but they could never do it because society didn't allow it. I got a lot of shit. Okay, when I was growing up and a Mm. lot of backlash for who I was, okay, I wouldn't have got that now. I had so many guys tell me like, okay, you're not like the girl that you marry, you're like the girl that you fuck because you can't really like sex and have a guy take you seriously back then. But it's different now. So I think women nowadays are more likely to be able to understand that they might be a little cuck queen. They might want to see their guy with other women because I got a lot of emails from girls. I got a lot of guys Mm -hmm. downloading those episodes, okay? Because I have a very large guy audience. So I know those guys love that fucking fantasy. Uh, But there were so many girls that were like, oh my God, this is my thing too. And the other thing that I found from those women is they they can't find that content. They can't find yeah. more information on that. And I believe that there's no porn because I, as a cuck queen who have those fantasies, can't find that kind of set up scenarios out there. It's typically okay. the guy. You know how much cock there is with the guy's wife cheating? Tons yeah. of it. Yeah. 
Women yeah, are. Yeah. I'm not so abnormal. Like, I, I just sometimes think if you feel this way, there's probably other people, tons of people. Like, I think there's tons of oh. women that might not l- ever live it out in real life, and that's okay, but they still might want to watch it in porn. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not they everything still might want to get off to of it. Of course. You don't need to live out every porn fantasy. Some pe- Most yeah. women and most men, I don't think, ever want to maybe open up relationships, and that's fine, but they yeah. might want to think about it. They might want to jerk off to it. They might want to fantasize yeah. about it, and that's that's cool like why not yeah yeah and then who knows when that creates the scenario where oh my god you are on vacation oh my god there is a hot babe that your partner wants to hook up with oh my god it's happening oh my god yeah listen the way you're going to wind up in one of those relationships where those things happen is by first not only fantasizing about those things but if you're in a relationship being open about those fantasies with your partner because I have seen it many many times okay people on my show couples and I'm sure you've had them too where that's how it all started they were yes. a vanilla couple and they just started talking about sex the things that they liked eventually they revealed different kinky things and over the years like it turns out like they wound up doing those things never yes. would they have expected it but it was all because they started to be super open the other thing I find on my show and the saddest thing and I think it's because of the times I grew up in is a lot of the people that are living a double life because they were never able to be open about their naughty, dirty, secret fantasies with their partner. So you know what they do? They go out and be themselves, their real selves with other people. And it's opposite of the way it should be. You know what I mean? But it's it's just the way that it is. Um, I think it's different now. A lot of guys and women in their second marriages or when they're later in life and they've done it that the wrong way first, the second time they go in like straight up, this is who I fucking am. And they're living like their best life. Um, But I think that that's the problem. But yeah, like more porn, talk about it talk about what you're fucking into and it can absolutely lead to doing it in real life I've heard that many times totally totally and I think there is I've noticed talking to people that there is this divide between the people who are still just kind of following the shoulds of society the way they think they were laid out by their mommies and daddies or whatever or their churches or whatever and then there are the people that have been like wait a second actually I want my life like this. And those are the ones that are more likely to talk to their partners. And I bet you've also had a bunch of listeners write to you and be like, Hey, like I started listening to your show and then started talking to my partner more because of it. Yeah. Lucy and and Trey. Yeah. Lucy and Trey, they were um, my long-term listeners and it was literally through my show that they are now a couple and high school sweethearts. These are not people that have a a rocky relationship or anything. High school sweethearts been together since the dawn of time, but they just started to being open and then they both copped to being bi and being into him too, to her. And now, I mean, she gave me one of the hottest stripper stories you've ever heard okay if people haven't listened to lucy and trey it's a very highly downloaded episode she talked about her and her guy going to like the strip club and going back and having a threesome with the stripper and how many different ways they did stuff with her which was like a really hot story okay and it was all from them listening to my show together so i think it is very important and that book that people read i mean it's it's sad that that book exists and people read it and they follow it because I never did. And I've always kind of been happy because I've just done things when I want to fucking do them. You know what I mean? But so many people, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, buy the book, read it, do it. And then like, wait, what, what the book fuck? are you talking about? You know, you the know book of what book? to do, when to get married, oh. what to do, when to have a kid, when to go to college, okay. when to work, when to have a baby, I that's what you meant, but I wasn't yeah. sure. <laughs> when to be monogamous, when you can never yeah. get a divorce, all that fucking book. You were just talking yeah. about it. Yeah, that it's I never did. I was always just true to I did things 
when I wanted to. And they were never, they never followed the book. And not to say that people that follow that book, everyone just read it and did it. Some people will get married right out of college and like be happy and do it that way. And that's fine for them. I think what's most important is you do what you want to do when it's right for you and don't get freaked out by, oh, I'm getting old. I need to be married. I need to, you know, don't live in that box uh that's the that's the um the thing that i think people shouldn't do but i don't think the younger people live like that Uh, besides being slutty when i was younger i didn't go to college right out of high school i didn't go get a job right away like i didn't do any of this and and now people aren't doing it either okay like i was born in the different in the wrong time i had to go to work and have a boss and when i had nothing to do i had to like think these people now they young people they could work for uber work when they want turn it off look at their phone while they're working i'm like i got fucking shafted when i was young (laughs) my time was the worst now it's fucking great i mean i think it's perfect i think you're doing perfect and i think we need people like you that (laughs) come born in the wrong times so that we can learn from you inspired by you yeah it's fine i mean but i just think i but i love it but that's why i really love i always talk about how much i love the younger generation and i think they're better and i think with anything you're always going to have negatives and so many people are so fatalistic and they'll be like oh my god look at these people and there's negatives to every generation but there's so many positives that they have nowadays that I didn't have that I think it's fucking good for them, especially for women. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. great time for women. It's a great time to figure out you're a fucking cuck queen. Okay. Yeah. I have never lived out my cuck queen fantasies. It happened to me for by accident and a guy. Never? Uh, no, 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 no. But the way I realized I was like, I used to have hints of it. Like my, the, my co-host Tommy, who I had in yeah. the beginning, he was like my booty call. I'm very monogamous mm-hmm. when I have a booty call. I just like to fuck the same guy. You know what I mean? I'm not mm. interested in variety. I'll have the same booty call guy. If I don't have a boyfriend, I fuck the one guy and all the time, same person. That okay. That's how I roll. Yeah. And I, he would come over and he was a player. Okay. Like he fucked so many girls. He owned a bar and I'd always be like, did you fuck someone? And no, no, I definitely didn't. And I'd be like, no, but you don't understand. Like maybe if you me. told me I'd be turned on when I started to do my show I was putting it together I was like oh my god maybe I'm a cuck queen because that's why I used to say that like tell me he would lie and think he could never tell me fuck somebody else every now and then he'd slip and be like oh yeah I did two other girls say and I'd like I think I would use it as a turn on and then recently a couple years back a guy of mine that I was fucking like sent me a video and I've talked about this before of like him fucking a girl but it was like from the behind and he he sent it to me because he pictured that that was me like he was like look look, it's you know I'm imagining this is you because it looked like me from behind but it wasn't and so for me to see him fuck someone it was like the horniest I ever got in my whole life and I was like what the fuck is that and that's when I'm like oh yeah I was right me putting that together with Tommy and now I actually got it that's what that is I'm a fucking cuck queen and after that I begged that guy said me more stuff you know what I mean I didn't know that was the origin story when you got a video that's so yeah I got a video but like I said he didn't send it for that purpose um but I was like whoa and then I was like send me every picture of every girl you fought like anything you got he was like going into the archive sending me shit but I was like (laughs) um but nothing was like that video so I always felt like oh you know get into a relationship I would I would like that scenario that scenario turns me on so now 
because I don't have a guy that's going to go and do that or show me pictures because most yes. guys roll like these guys where they just think there's no part of them that could tell you. Even if you tell oh, them I it's know. fine, they can't. I don't know why, but I think they have I a privacy they... secrecy kink. That's I... my that's my guess about those ones. Oh, yeah, you're right, 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 right. Like it's like hotter to them to do it on the yes. DL than if they told yep. that takes away all the naughtiness and dirtiness of yep. it. Yeah, that yep. makes sense. I think, there's a, I think there's a societal thing around that and it's it's wrapped up, I think, in self-judgment. But I have now met enough dudes where I'm like, no, tell me I'm open. And I, I have a partner for the first time who's like, wait, for reals? And we've been building <laughs> trust around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's the hottest thing. Also, I want to fucking know because not only do I get turned on, I have a better idea of what my health and safety landscape is like if you're honest with me. And then yeah, you can make clear decisions. Good and point. Safe, and it's hot. It's hot. But yeah, they don't, they, they like to, I think, I think a lot of people, because sexuality gets trained into us in this secret way, that cheating thing, I think, goes, speaks to that. I don't, this is my, Oh yeah. Oh my God. I went off on a guess. It's such a fucking funny episode. My episode with John that I just aired and I go off on him with his whole religious shit. Like he talks about being religious and I'm like, you're religious. You're fucking guys in the ass. You're cheating on your wife. Like you're doing all these things. Like you've obviously gone against your religion and you're obviously really hypocritical, but that's the, that's the turn on a lot of dirty kinky things are dirty and kinky because there's like shame involved and you're not allowed to, when you just like sort of create that by repressing it and, and being so anti it when that's what people get super addicted to in that charge. It doesn't mean though that you Mm -hmm. can't have dirty, kinky, great sex, like in the right way and, and be a turn on. But so many people are attached and only know that supercharged naughty dirty yep. wrong thing yep. and yep. that's uh created by all kinds of like shame and this isn't allowed and all that shit and there's no need totally. for that you know no no and at the end of the day we're bringing it back to porn because we got to wrap it up like at the end of the day that's what porn is for you could live out these fantasies you don't need to do it in reality you could you know yeah. Uh, you could go on and if you're a little cuck queen hopefully Lily is going to make some cuck queen porn and she's fucking on it okay because there needs to be more of it out there yes and her stuff is so beautiful we went to this event and set up a monitor like I was at an event with her in Venice sex on the beach and it was like a sexual wellness thing and it was so hot to see that she just had a monitor set up and there's just naked vagina. It was a vulva, like a vulva diversity thing. And so it showed all these different vulvas, all these. And it's so beautiful. And so just, yeah, I hope she makes it. If she doesn't, I'm on it, Kathy. But wait, so was she going to air that? And was she creating porn when she was there? Or what was she doing? She was there showing off. So it was this event full of these organic lube brands. And there were speakers. And it was this beautifully appointed little kind of like patio in Venice at this place. And so it was a bunch of like sex positive people very women focused it's actually been a minute since i've been like in a femme focused sexual wellness space and so her kind of table had she was talking to people about afterglow and i was there kind of taking pictures and mingling and talking to people and i was like i just interviewed lily it's so great and so it was really it was a cool event because there were different like vibrator companies that were like medically oriented and all this sort of stuff um but it was just cool that at a public place that was outdoors we were allowed to just have a tv set up and porn was playing on it when there were lots of women there who were like oh my gosh ethical porn and lots of people who would come up to her and be like i subscribe and i found out that two of my friends two of my close friends are afterglow subscribers wow i was like oh my god this is great so you know yeah well it's it's porn it's ethical porn for women right yeah and men they have men that i mean it's not just yeah, yeah no all of it all of it it's definitely i would say it's more like 
it seems more straight focused than well no actually the one i was watching was two ladies this straight and queer i don't know we like everything <laughs> yeah 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 listen we've been watching porn made for men our whole lives and we yes. we think it's hot why wouldn't guys think like porn made for women is hot too it's still fucking totally. naked people you know what i mean yeah well i'm like I, I so many people tell me how visually oriented guys are and i'm like me too so i can't wait to just show people how hot stuff is through my eyes i mean i've been creating content for a lot of my slutty friends as a behind the camera person and i cannot wait to do that on a larger scale um yeah well you know what if it's not done by the time you get around to that just do the whole cuck queen thing and you're going to fill a niche that is I'm not filled. Someone's got to get fucking on it, okay? I and feel like I could definitely do the diving board and or lifeguard <laughs> tower <laughs> fantasy pretty easily. Do me a favor. <laughs> Please just hire me, though, as your final editor, okay? So I could take anything that's so far-fetched no. out. Oh if, if I'm going to do a regular oh one, I will have you on from the very beginning okay. so that throughout production you can make sure. Actually, that would be really That you don't get to too extreme. That, well, to make a porn that makes Kathy happy specifically, I actually like, love that idea. That's so funny. <laughs> here for it. Careful um, what you've gotten yourself into, Kathy. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I told you, I, I, have, a, I have a very vivid imagination. I can think of 50,000 more scenarios. Thank you so much for calling in and, you know, going over the whole cuck queen thing with me i didn't realize you were such the cuck queen like the hardcore oh i knew you were well apparently i didn't either <laughs> yes you are the fucking queen listen people could go pleasure people could go find your podcast and listen to more sex stories over there it's sex stories on any podcast app right and uh, you come on my show and do girl talks i'm following your whole sexual escapade stories so i have oh, your yeah. sex stories on my girl talk episode so stay tuned for that and uh, thanks so much for calling in again Thank you for having me, Kathy. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.